Big Tuesday, not Monday. It is Tuesday on FT Live. Kratz is here. Adam Jones is back. Pierzynski. I'm Bron. Also, what's up? You see the shirts we're wearing to rep Liam yeah. today? Oh man, I wish I had one. That was, whew. I was, I seen it this morning. I was, I was hard not to fight back tears myself. Hell yeah! I actually, yeah, I will send awesome. you one because I, I have one or two extras, so I'm gonna hey, put a note down. Have, uh, your you size? What size? You you got uh, XL. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> oh, I know. No, not medium. Actually, this shirt. <laughs> wait, can I get a quick test? This shirt is not that tight today, correct? Yeah, that's that's like extra grande for you. Yeah, this is XL. So yeah, um, man. Well, yes, I'm... yes, everyone. I want the attention to be on AJ. No, AJ brought no, the shirt. No, no. <laughs> Bob Beckdahl, the White Sox, mm-hmm. who's their PR director, legend. I asked him for the shirt, and he sent them, and you get to to wear one. Thank you, Bob. So I've thank known you, Bob, Bob, for years as well. Bob's but don't great. give it a. I got the shirt. Scott, <laughs> well, you were looking Ron, at I it. Got the sh- Where did you get those shirts? Well, you didn't get them. Let's focus on what's most important because <laughs> I I want to hit this right from the jump. Liam Hendricks returns to a big league mound after overcoming stage four cancer lymphoma. And I remember when he was talking about it initially, they said they were showing the scan and he was lit up like a Christmas tree. Like it was not good. And he comes back quick and he documents it for everyone. He did a million charitable things during the process as well. And we're showing the video right now for the podcast audience. I will say this too, Kratzy, you know, I'm a rave guy. The lighting in Chicago on the South side is a plus plus at the ballpark. I mean, that is... That is AJ Przinsky, like coming into the ring at the WWE Royal Rumble. That is, that's special. Like the the video that that should if you're not amped to go out and throw your inning, not close out a game, but to throw your inning there in that, like that is it's awesome. I'm proud of my guy who I got traded with, who we. Kind of came up, not came up through the minors. He was much younger, but you know we we have a lot of lot of really really cool moments to share together, and to see him and be able to see Christy there at the at the game. So proud of him. Wait, Did you text him? What? When? All the time. Wait, your guys' high school doesn't do that because our my high school lights are my high school <laughs> lights do that. I don't understand what the big deal is. Our light Every our lights do win. that. They're just not on the field. Oh, every time what we hit a home run, they do the circle, and we win. They play Dancing Queen, and they bounce around. But like aren't that. they day games? No, we we have lights. They have lights. It's legit. How how messed up would it have been if they checked them? Oh my gosh! <laughs> On the uh, way in, I just want to be devil's advocate for a second. Like if they just like that. <laughs> Imagine if he was crying and it mixed with the rosin a little bit too much. Right. That, sorry, sir, a little bit You're too little much too on the tears. We're gonna have to give you the boot. You get ten more days. To that would have been terrible. By, by the way, Crash, did you see what they put on the scoreboard last night in Chicago for Liam huh? Hendricks? Uh-uh. Welcome back, Liam Hendricks. He made his debut on this date. First hitter he faced was Juan Pierre. First strikeout. Punched out AJ Brzezinski. This guy. Yeah, he's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. talking about all this stuff. Yeah, listen, I got the ultimate relationship with Liam Hendricks forever. And they love uh, Bob Bechtel. He loves to put that crap on the scoreboard <laughs> just because he knows rub it in. You think he's behind that? Oh, he has something to do with it. Wow. Oh, trust me. Trust me. So that is great. In real life, too, Liam Hendricks is one of the best relievers in the game. No, for so, sure. Of course, this oh. helps the White Sox in a bad division. Now, They're 22 and 34. Now, right, come on. here's the other layer, though. Liam Hendricks, awesome. He's back. He's one of the best dudes in the game. We all love him. He might be one of the most talked about players for the rest of the season because teams pay for closers at the trade deadline. No? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? One more year left. So? They won't. They really? Won't. They won't. Under any circumstances. If you uh, get a massive – This is a team that needs to improve their farm system – they're not a playoff team right now. No? He's going to have to pick. Well, first of all, he's not closing right now. He came in like the seventh inning. He will in a week Eventually he will. Yeah. But I just don't – because the division is so bad, they're not going to like jump and say, ooh, we got to hurry up and trade everybody. Because that's just not the way the White Sox in that division will do it. No team in that division. Heck, the Tigers are in second place, and we all thought they were going to lose 120 games. What if they're 10 games out, though, when we get to the end of July? Who's going to run away? 
Tell, tell me which team in that division is going to be 10 the, games the ahead of them. The Twins can they, – they can jog away. Slowly. It's going to be a slow burn. <laughs> it's lim- – That division needs to – It needs to what? Just, just – I don't know. It, it, it needs to be realignment. Like, this shouldn't be um, a 30-game difference in divisions. That's not competitive. I mean, just put all the sorry teams in one division. They are. They are right now. They're in the AL Central. Where are they at, though? Yeah, they're all. They're in the AL Central. You know what would change it? Do like the English Premier League does. Relegate teams. Relegate the A's. Relegate the A's and call it the best Triple A team. Be like, yeah, here we go, boys. I wish. You don't think it would be fun? It would be incredible, but it's like too much of a monopoly sport. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't know who the I don't know who the best triple. I would call up the Vegas team. Yeah, there you go. Be like Oakland, you're triple A. Vegas, you're not big league. Whoever wins a triple A championship. You know, hey, whoever wins, they should switch. Stadium. Yeah, the problem is then the teams. <laughs> you know, because it's not the same players. But I mean, it'd yeah, be a funny ass cool. idea if you could figure out how to do it. Yeah, demote teams. I'm all about it. But right now, you know what would happen? What teams would try? Oh yeah, they would. Teams would damn sure try. They would try. You, it's a good way to and the thing is, is I, I always want to tell people when we say that we don't mean that the players don't try. Nope. Yeah, exactly. The, exactly. The players the, they can't create the team. It's the organization that is the one who is like, well, I'm just gonna just again like major league, and then they have to turn up good. You're like, oh well, damn. That's how a lot of these teams seem to be ran. But we always, when people say that, we we always say mean that the players gonna give it. They grind. These guys is getting a chance of a lifetime with Oakland. These guys are getting a chance of a lifetime to go play Major League Baseball every single day, and they're going to run it and do exactly what, they, what they're doing. Britton Rooker, I never heard of him. Nah, we know he's probably going to the damn All-Star game. So it's just the organizations that just don't give them a real opportunity uh, when it comes to spending, and, but, and it sucks. I've been on that side. The, the Twins are trying. The Guardians are, are definitely trying. Mm-hmm. Now, the Guardians are also trying to be – a mirror image of the race and that's not going to work for everyone. They've done it as well as almost any other team. They're almost like the rays of the Midwest, but they huge, need to do a huge, little bit more when they're in a difference. contention. Huge difference. I had the rate. I did the Indians. Sorry. Excuse me. Guardians game on Saturday. Yeah. Against St. Louis. The guardians are really good at developing starting pitching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starting pitching, but they don't deliver. They don't develop a ton of position players. That are great. Now they have some. They Jimenez, Rosario, a lot of these guys have been traded for. Naylor, R- Jose Ramirez is the one guy that's really been a homegrown guy. Okay, and they don't really develop relievers either. There are a lot of, but they can develop the hell out of starting pitching. And I asked Tito why why can't and he's like I don't know, but I'm you know he's not a development guy. He's like I wish we could develop everybody. Yeah, but it's weird. Like the Rays have developed homegrown studs hitting. Right, and then they make the trades and they make the moves to put guys in spots to to perform and to be great at whatever it is. And I, whatever the Rays do, they do something. Everyone tries to be the Rays. There's only one Rays. And until someone can tell me what the hell they do, because their <laughs> their guys leave. Well, ask the like, New York radio host. He says they just well, cheat. they cheat. But, <laughs> but you know kidding. what I'm saying? Because Friedman's <laughs> left. Friedman left. Yeah. Right. Uh, Hein Bloom left. Uh, all these guys, pew, 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 front pew, office guys. All yeah. the front office guys leave, but they still. Does it Kevin Cash? Who's their? I mean, whoever their minor league director, coordinator, whatever they call it is, that's the guy I want on my organization. <laughs> I'm paying him. Like, who, how do you develop all these dudes into dudes? They still have really smart people in the front office. Their right. brain trust is still very good. But think about who they've lost over the years. Matthew Silverman is highly regarded. Uh, Peter Bendix, I yeah. think. But they lost regarded. Freeman, they lost Hein Bloom. They lost, yeah, they lost, so pew, 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 that's, all these that speaks to the organization and the system that they're running, too, right? Yeah. They have a process. Well, why place. can't another team copy it? Because <sighs> you can't have a million of those. You still have the heavy hitters that spend. Also, the Rays, I mean, they're not going to fly forever. They're in a nice winning window for a while, but they have a higher chance of falling at some point in the next few years. If they're never going to spend, we've on been players. saying that since two thousand eight. No, they had some down times. Stop. When? Not really. Stop. Not really. All right, someone else take yes. over while I. Yes. They, up they've, some had, they've had down times since two thousand eight. I played in both organizations, and I saw how 
they treat people. You can say super smart people this, super smart people that. How people are treated in both of those organizations comes from the top. Very, very uh, humble upper management in the front office, not necessarily just GMs, not necessarily just presidents, but they they treat people a certain way. And I think they're both run completely different. I don't think Cleveland, Scotty, you said you said Cleveland's trying to be the Rays. Cleveland is trying to be Cleveland. And AJ, you hit it right on the head. They developed starting pitching, but their formula, their pitching formula, I've I've seen the pitching formula. It's actually like this is how you have to – this is what you have to be able to accomplish. And they type it into the computer, and then they they say, okay, well, you're not going to succeed. We don't think you're going to succeed at AAA, so we will not move you up without you accomplishing these things. And that formula does nothing for their for their relief pitchers. But the starting pitchers, that formula really has – been solidified and it's been awesome but the rays continue to the people they bring in i'm telling you like i don't know how else to say it they're good people and i think it is cash i think it is the different people in the front office but they're good people in the sense that how they take care of people how they all have a say while somebody has to make the decision everybody's open to be able to do certain things and have creativity in certain areas. I don't know their front office as well. Obviously never played there, but playing against them from 08, basically, I mean, from 06, from I got called up to, you know, finish playing, they always were competitive no matter what. Even, you know, there were obviously 08, they became really good and they ran off, say, three or four years. And then there's a couple of years down, the Orioles got a little bit better. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they always remain competitive in a thorn in our ass, a thorn in the Yankees. Ass. They played him so well. I mean, obviously they had some big thumpers too with Longo, uh, Pena, uh, the Upton, uh, BJ, Melvin, whatever you want to call him these days. That's my dude. Uh, <laughs> but they had, they always had, <clears throat> they always had talent and they always pitched and they played, they played competitive games. They played fast, def- fast, uh, I mean, fast on the base pass, really good defense. And then they got younger. They got, you know, with Desmond Jennings and Kiermaier. Like, they always played the game hard, and it seems like they played it with a chip on their shoulder. But, again, whoever's in that minor league, AJ, you hit it on the head. Whoever is controlling that system, and I said it a long time ago, whoever taught that organization to change up and how to play the game correctly, they need to be paying, get paid a lot of money. And I don't know why they're not in some organization. They might be paying this dude uh, hitting coach money or something like that because – like it, their system it just produces well-played baseball players. They play the game well every single night. They don't give away outs. They they take the extra base. And again, it's it's a, a team that struck out all the damn time. It's kind of annoying because they just put the ball in play and make things happen. And that's the formula that works. But behind the scenes, <clears throat> whoever's running that ship, kudos because it's it's just efficient so okay so i'm looking at it from 2008 okay Mm -hmm. lost in the world series 2009 84 wins 2010 96 91 90 92 really good till 13 say then 14 77 okay then 15 80 and 82 okay okay then then they have a bad year 68 94 okay then they go 80 and 80 wins 90 wins 96 wins 40 and 20 in the covid year and they lost in the world series 100 wins in 21 lost in the ds Last year they won 86, lost in the wild card, and this year they're 39 and 17. So they've had two bad years in since 2008. In 15 years they've had two bad, really one bad year when they won 68. But other than that, I mean, a lot there's a lot of organizations 80 and 82. They'd be like, Woo-hoo. yes. Now they, I'm, my point is they they had that little run where they weren't a playoff team. It's not like the Yankees yeah, were every. They went year. five years without the playoffs. Yeah, but still, they're also not the Yankees with their budget. So they're also not scrapping it down like the. Astros, Cubs, Tigers, no. A's right now. They didn't have to do, you know, multiple Orioles, multiple hundred plus lost seasons. So I give them credit on that front too. And guess who else didn't do that after they, they made the World Series? Who the Rays? I mean, I mean, when they were the Devil Rays, they were right, right. Yeah, I'm we're, saying, talking yes. about, but, we're talking about since, since 2008. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I agree. But <laughs> since 08, which is a lot now, 15 <laughs> years, 
right? Where a lot of other teams have done the 100 plus loss seasons for multiple years. The Rays didn't do that recently. Guardians didn't do that. No, they, Tito, Terry Francona. They didn't rebuild. Listen, they like Terry reloaded Francona, very briefly and went right I asked back him out. on Saturday, go, how the hell do you do this? Mm-hmm. What do you say? He just smiles. He's like, ah, you know, you know, it's like, it's an organ. I'm like, Tito, you, how do you do this? Because you look at your team on paper, you look at the Guardians, you say, how are they, how do they win? We said that last year. Because you look at them and you, you look at their offense. Their offense is awful. Awful. They score the least amount of runs in baseball. They're awful. And yet, they find a way to pitch their asses off, and they win games, and they they get a big hit. And it's like Jose Ramirez is always up with the game on the line, and he gets the hit. It's like it's always him. Stop pitching to him. It's did on Saturday <laughs> when I was doing the game. The Cardinals, he came up three times with a runner on second, and I'm like, walk him, and he got one hit, one hit, mm-hmm. and it was the only run the Guardians scored. They lost two to one extra innings, but every time they needed a hit, it would guess who was up? Jose Ramirez. Like, dude, Josh Naylor's on deck. No offense, to Josh Naylor, he's a good player. Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor. I'm pitching to Josh Naylor. Yes. I'm sorry. I just am. You don't have to apologize. Everyone would do the no, same thing. Know, but no, I know. It's I like, know. how does he come? Always, how is it always him up? They pitch, though. That's the thing. And that's they, why they even now they when they look up. bad. And and I will say one one thing on your note. Yes. Like, for example, Class A is their best reliever. He's a stud. He's one of the best in the game. They traded for him in the yeah. Kluber deal. That was a brilliant trade by Cleveland. Their relief pitching is number two in ERA right now. And last year it was one of the best also. So they do have good relievers. And some of those starters yeah. that don't pan out into the bullpen, up to the bigs. So overall, they can pitch. Yeah. True. No, they, that's what that's they have to do. Because they can't dance or can't hit. No. They're the worst hitting <laughs> yeah. team in the league right now. But by far. You got to hear, hear that uh, Super Mario's brother sound when you get a coin. They, don't, no, they, don't they, don't do, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. And they Come used on. to do the Pac-Man, too. When you, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, they, they don't, don't do, do that like anymore? Uh-uh. Did Mario take his I trademark? I think no, they, to... they do it this year. I, I know they do it. it this year. Well, they only scored one run in the game I did, so I didn't know. <laughs> Maybe you just missed it. No, <laughs> I, I'm sure they still do it. Years. Yeah, they do the coin. And you know what else was – the uh, the drummer's not there anymore, but she well, passed away. Passed. Yeah. I know, but it's still weird to go in there. I think John Adams, right, is his name? It's just weird. We said on the air. They should have like celebrity or get a fan to sit there and still because it's just different. Because for so many years you'd go in there and he was there and they get a guy on base and you just start boom boom boom. You're like, oh my gosh, here we go. It's annoying for it, the opposition. Yes, right? yeah. And, and, but you just hear it and it was like from the fifth inning on, you just heard him. I don't know. That dude had to have the best like. No, you're right. Yeah, just rhythm. Yeah, I couldn't keep that rhythm. They but whatever muscles you would use, like shoulders, forearms. I mean, Delts. they should bring it back. I agree. That would be, be cool like a to celebrity, honor. you know, or pick a fan, or win a fan to come and do the drum for a couple innings, just something, you know, because it it was cool. It was like a thing there. Yeah, and they don't have any things there. They have good food there, though. Yeah, they have good food, but some type of cool tradition. Yeah. I'm, I'm in for that. I agree. And they're about to put 200 million into Progressive Field and redo the whole thing. Just off, I think starting next year, they're taking all the clubhouses. Mm-hmm. Taking those like warehouse things in right field where all the retired numbers are, putting like the deck like in Coors Field. People come out to Cleveland when they're good. Yes. Well, also for you guys, last thing, when they do that, does that not make you want to sign with them more? I mean, if two teams are pretty equal money and you're like, ah, Cleveland, their clubhouse sucks. I was there. Now, if it's brand new and it's nice, doesn't that make you want to go there more? You got to spend a lot of time in there. <laughs> Adam's like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the other offer? What's the other offer? The other offer is Detroit. Oh, you're going to Cleveland. <laughs> I'm going to Cleveland. As a hitter, you're okay. going to Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. That's, yeah. That, yeah. As a hitter, you're going to Cleveland. Yeah. My point is True. a good clubhouse can't hurt. No. Dude, have you ever Some... been in Baltimore's clubhouses? A lot easier center field to play in, in, in Cleveland. You ever been in Baltimore's True. clubhouses? Yeah, yes. they need to re- they, they need to refurbish. Suck. I, they need to I haven't been in their clubhouses in a while, and I bet they haven't changed. They have not changed. They suck, mm-hmm. suck. They, they still got the old wood lockers from like whenever they opened ninety four. <laughs> what year did they open? Ninety five. They still got the Three? same damn lockers. Three. Yeah, we got to get Jonesy's designer in there and freshen the place. I up mean, a little they've bit. they've they've changed it a little bit. Uh, we they've added a. I remember when I first got in there, the kitchen was no bigger than uh, uh, you know a. a a closet and it had a you know a bunsen burner to george foreman i remember that 
And then we went through a renovation and uh, we got a kitchen and like a lounge in there. And that was, I think, like 2011 or 12 or something. And we got a chef and it became a really nice clubhouse. Again, still had the old wood. um, And it sucked because in in, uh, September when they brought the 40 man guys in, they would bring them in and like they'd wheel the, um, the lockers in because they took them from the back. And these guys just sitting in the middle of the clubhouse, and they got and they had to move away our ping pong table and pool table because these slap dicks had to come up. But hey, you know what? I'm glad that these guys got to make their debuts and share the, their dream come true. You sound like it. You yeah, sound like it really put you out because they were really they took away your ping pong table. Damn. Hey, way to go! Congratulations, dude. You took away my ping pong table. You slap dick. Hey, watching JJ Hardy and, and Nick Marquez play ping pong was a treat. Okay, and I got to sit there first, first I, I row. I tell you what, was they should have made room so that they had both. They could renovate the place. These people are all billionaires. Yeah, true. Renovate the place. By, by the way, the best part about going to Baltimore was the crew on the visiting side. You had Fred. I think he's now the home guy. Yeah, Freddie had, Tyler. Then the you had clubby. Butchie. Yeah. Oh. Right? Butchie did anything, everything for you, and then you had Robert, right? The dude, the mm-hmm. uh, Robert Bob, Bobble Bobblehead. Yeah. And then you had uh, I think it was George. It was the guy that would cook in there. It was like I an older gentleman. He was like the older okay. man who would sit there. He would sit it. He'd sit in the little kitchen that was no bigger than his desk. And he'd have his George Foreman. And they love potato bread for some reason in Baltimore. He'd be like, "You want a hamburger or a hot dog uh, on your potato bread?" And you just sit there. And you're like, "What are the other options?" He's like, "You want a hot dog or a hamburger on potato <laughs> bread?" And you're like, "So I go with the hamburger oh. and Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay on everything. 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 Yeah. Oh, hey, and then we would go- do." Anything for you, man. Oh, but you was the man. I love. Butch. Oh, he'd take you anywhere. And he's and he's riding around in a uh, 250 too, or 2500. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nash we used to we used to prank Butchie so man. bad he'd get so mad at us. We used to just get. Hey man, hey man, leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. Yeah, just like Jonesy said, leave me alone. Quit messing with me, man. Why y'all <laughs> mess, y'all playing with my emotions? Oh, oh, I love Butchie. Butchie's great. So, by the way, I forgot to mention, our guest today, coming up in about a few minutes, we have Rob Freeman, Pitching Ninja, super creator, influencer, excited to talk to you guys, um, Rowdy Telez, ever heard of him? I'm excited. Pretty funny. I'm going to bitch him out when I Rowdy? get him. Yeah. Apparently, there was some funny video. I got to find it, if I can, during the show of him mic'd up recently. I'll ask him about it. And then That's Evan good. Mendoza, who's a minor leaguer, but he's a also an influencer, super creator. Yeah, finally yeah. get his ass on here. Exactly. You know him, Jonesy, yeah. so you'll run that That's interview. Can't wait. And well, Jackson, I mean, yes, we saw Jose Abreu. We'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Wait, but but before we do that, I, I think also, we should wait. We should probably wait till Frazier's on to talk about Jose Abreu since he said he was going to lead the league. Oh, we're going to do it twice, obviously. Okay, good. Yeah, that that's so good. It needs to be talked about multiple times. But I also wanted to mention this. Pete Alonzo and Doug Mankiewicz from Legends Territory made this umbrella company brand very talked about over the weekend. So, Jonesy, we had Mankiewicz oh, talking about. Oh, you heard, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you can look it up. Legends yeah. Territory no, is available. Please talk on... about it again. No, please yeah. talk about where, it again. Where, where do you want to begin? Because we haven't had you on since since either of oh, those I mean, was, Well, obviously, it was a very shitty situation, but, but <laughs> glorious Glorious situation, nonetheless. I mean, Pete, Pete, come on, man. That's amazing. Most people ground out and don't even run down the line. You're lucky. You get a tank, and you went to the tank. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a go-to question. Like, obviously, I'm going to ask Rowdy if he's had to run to the bathroom lately, and what was the result of that A-B? Mm-hmm. Ooh. You missed it too. You were I out. Missed it. You I missed it. You guys I, listen. We. I mean, I don't know about these other. I got my own story. We ain't telling on me right now, though. Why? Because it, it, we don't have enough time. Okay. To, to to tell all the details about this story. You have a bathroom story? Oh yes, I do. Oh wow. Okay. We'll, I'll we'll tell it one day. I'll file it in the cabinet. Yeah, one day we'll get. We'll have time. We only, you know, we only have two guests, and we need to fill about twenty minutes. Fine, Jonesy. So Pete said he was like, if I get walked. I'm getting picked off. <laughs> like, so have you had a time where you're like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom and it's just swing, ground ball, see you later. I'll be back for the next day. Yeah, but it's like if I'm leading off, it kind of like goes away for some reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> but or or I've just like have real like, I don't know if I'm on deck. Generally, if I was on deck, not like I would take my batting gloves off and I would put them in my back pocket because especially at the end. 
I couldn't get to the batter. I couldn't get in to the dugout as quick anymore. I was tired. Um, so I would just have my batting gloves and, you know, try to get them on the, as soon as possible so I could just put on a shin guard and a helmet and get as many swings. But if you have to use the bathroom, man, you got to do what you got to do and take one swing and let it rip. But the adrenaline, when you get in the batter's box, to take over. So if you got to use the bathroom, you got to do, you got to do what you got to do, man. Oh, it was, uh, it was impressive, Pete. Over yeah, the nothing, weekend. nothing of his drasticness. <laughs> no, ironic, no. ironic, Jonesy, that you said about ha- being on deck. Like you're, you got one on deck, and you're on deck. Like it gets scared back in. Like you can't. Yeah. I, that's why I don't understand about Pete's story. Like, uh, right. I'm like, <laughs> or does it? No. You know what my favorite part <laughs> of it is? His. Or does it? <laughs> the, the, mushroom the, coffee. Just let it go. Yo, think about someone on like that broadcast say that has to break down what just happened, right? Because you know you do Fox every weekend. The home runs hit. They they show the replay, and someone probably had to be, or someone on Twitter is like, brilliantly done by Pete, sitting first pitch, hanging slider. He knew that Hunter was going to go against him that way, and it's just like dot dot dot. Nope, poop Homer. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So many texts this weekend where people were like. I, I, I'll read one. Go ahead. Because there was well, no, but that's the human element of baseball. Everyone thinks like, oh, no, no. Well, so guess what? Sometimes you just gotta poop. <laughs> like, so what? Uh, someone goes. I know you guys are already big, but the notion of Alonzo's asshole launching you guys to the stratosphere is endlessly funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> just so many good lines. And some Mets people that I know who were like, Pete just won over millions of fans. Right? You're you're not a baseball fan. You just follow like. ESPN's, you know, 30 million followers, whatever they have on IG, they post it and you're like, oh, I don't even like baseball, but this dude is a legend. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. We're growing the game. Okay. Everybody thinks hey. everybody everybody thinks that like you can't you can't deny that a fart is not funny. So anytime <laughs> like if you could figure out a way to dress up for Halloween as a fart, it would be the greatest costume of all time. Like farting and poop jokes are they're funny for everybody, even the people who are like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> They're still kind of like inside, like, eh, a little smile. It resonates. Hey, for the two catchers, real quick, it was an umpire. He came in our bathroom in Kansas City and shit it. <laughs> and staked, I swear to God, in just the whole dugout for two innings. And he was the umpire, he's older. And he, he had the bent, messed up elbow, and he'd just be like, ah. Who is an older guy? You, I mean, you guys had him on his hot breath on your neck. I can't think of his name. Oh, he's in Kansas City. He came and they dug, and I remember that because Buck was like, "Who it do did that?" And, and but he was at second base for the games, so I remember uh, uh, Buck doing something just to go argue out there. They probably called him a rotten mother or something. <laughs> We had a guy. You, you don't know who it was? Oh, no, guys? It, just no, like this? A, no guesses? He was an older umpire. He had a bad elbow. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's old, he's older dude. Thinner, built, taller. He used to be like, ah. Um, um, no, older. Had, thank we'll get the research guys. staff on this, this weekend <laughs> in my son's tournament in Fort Myers, mm-hmm. I think it was the last game, the last game they played, middle of the inning, during a batter, umpire, home plate umpire, timeout. Bathroom. Gonzo. Stop the game. All right, we're just going to wait. We'll just sit here all day. Comes back like five minutes later. Well, it's that or he's calling every pitch a strike. We were in the field, so I was okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, props to Kratzy, and let's bring in our guest. Props to Kratzy for knowing exactly which homer it was instantly, which is insane. I mean, he's, he, he's, he was at 19, I think, homers at that point. And he's like, oh, it was the one in Cincinnati where he went to right on a blah, blah, blah. It was like, yep. That's good. That's I got good. a lot of impressive texts on that one, too. So two things I wanted to shout out that we didn't get to from the top because we were blitzed by great guests. Uh, one is also returns from Mike Soroka and Royce Lewis. So congrats to both of them. Both of them could be very big contributors to their ball clubs, too. Absolutely. Well, Soroka didn't pitching. look very good. Last no, I know. That's the first time out. I get hopefully it. Royce Lewis had a nice game. Royce Lewis had a when, great game. Boop, 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 boop. And with Miranda sent down, they actually need a third baseman. This could mm-hmm. be a really good fit. I mean, two ACL surgeries, he's back. Soroka had the two Achilles brutal injuries, some side issues, multiple surgeries. So the one other thing I wanted to – Well, hold on. Before you go – the other what? thing is before you – Get off this. Like, it doesn't matter how they do first time. Like, Liam Hendricks gave up runs. People are like, oh, he sucks. He gave up runs. Like, dude, it's not about that. Like, Royce yeah. Lewis, he could have went over 5. Not a, Even Soroka. He didn't pitch great. But 
It's about coming back. Did you miss multiple years or Hendricks had cancer? Like, let's just celebrate the fact these dudes are back. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, who cares how they do? Like, I mean, Liam Hendricks gave up runs. Like, so what? Dude, the dude was going to die of cancer. Yeah. Now he's back pitching in like five months. How about we celebrate how great Madison is and he's back pitching? In under five months. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, like, let's, let's, all the Twitter people out there, like, let's just celebrate the dudes are back and they're doing what they love. Like, let's not. You know, you want to get into it two months from now and they're back all the way. Like, sure. And I will say most people, especially from what I saw with Hendricks, were like, let's go. This of course. But there yeah. were some, there was always oh, of course. people. There's always trolls. I'll take, I'll take things that didn't happen for 500, Alex. Ooh, good one, man. <laughs> that was a really good one. Where'd you get that? From Russo in the 60s? All right. Exactly. So uh, one other thing I wanted to, to grab is Marlins and Angels played this weekend. Marlins swept them, which... It's a separate topic, but I don't know if it says more about the Marlins or the Angels. But did you see the ump mic'd up? I did not. By see accident. This. I want to see this. Oh, you got to listen to this. Let's let's run what happened when the Marlins made a little challenge replay review ask, and the ump did not realize the mic was still hot. Yeah. Now, home plate umpire Miami's CB Buckner had a really good Miami's look at it. challenging the out call at home plate. But the Marlins are going to challenge that. They got their heads up their ass. <laughs> Obviously, a crucial play in this ball game if it gets overturned, and they'll Nelson? need the evidence to overturn that call. Yeah, who is that? Jeff, that Nelson Jeff Nelson and CV. <laughs> What's funny is the dude was like, I saw the play. I didn't see that he was not on the plate. Well, no, they reversed it. No, so he said they have their head up their ass, and he was wrong, and he was mic'd up. Does he get in trouble for that? Do you get a little? No, fine he won't. He should, but he won't. Why should he? That's hilarious. He gave he us said they had their content. head up their ass. So what? That's real life. That's real talk. I understand that, but not Major League Baseball talk. Okay, but Major League Baseball needs to be less like Mickey Mouse and Sesame Street and more like real life. No comment. If you, if I don't want to get fined. If you were a player, wouldn't you have thought – you're not getting fined. Wouldn't you have thought that's hilarious? Not if I was on the Marlins and he just called my manager telling me my manager's got his head up his ass. I'd have been pissed. I would have been cracking up because he's wrong. You guys won. I agree. But then I would have told him he had his head up his ass. Then I would have got ejected and I would have got fined. See how this works? There was like a famous commercial once where the it was a ref or the NFL ref or something didn't realize that he was still on and he was saying something. You remember it? I don't yeah, know. I but do. This was real life. The mic's on. Mic's on. <laughs> I thought it was incredible. Jeff Nelson. Yeah. He used to live in Orlando. He used to live right across the lake. I'm sure he'll be on foul territory when he retires in a few years. When he gets fired up Jerry West. Schumacher had his head up his ass. How good was that? Kratzy, did you not love that shit? I thought that was hilarious. I think they need to – I think – obviously, I don't think they need to keep the mic on the field longer. I think we need to hear what the discussion is between the field and New York. I Like, why can't we just get a – why can't we get a peek in there? Well, I'll tell you why, because I've asked umpires before what they say. Because remember, they used to put the, the like the Jonesy headphones on, and they were like helicopter grades, so you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. And they'd come back, and I'd be like, hey, Jeff, what did they tell you? He goes, honestly, we don't say anything to them, and they don't say anything to us. We just wait until they come back with something. There's no Because if you notice, the umpires, they have a little microphone. They're like, <laughs> they don't say anything. They just sit there, and then they come back, and they say, okay, safe or out. Confirm, safe, you know, whatever, reverse, whatever it is. And he's like, okay. And they say, thanks. And then they hand it to the little person that's handing it to them. They don't ever get, they don't, there's no back and forth. There shouldn't be. They're doing the right thing because they don't have any decision at that point. Not one. It's not a conversation. It's, hey, what did you see? Okay, I'll go report it. Oh, so his head wasn't up his ass? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like the NFL where they're, they're talking back and forth. It's literally... Headset on, they tell them the answer, and they go, okay, there you go. I thought it was brilliant. So just Skip, Schumacher, that out there. Skip Schumacher's got a nice ass, so that's where your head should be. That, that, that could have been where he was going. I doubt it, but it could have been where he was going. But, <laughs> hey, props to the Marlins. They're pr playing pretty good ball, and that was, I will say, yeah. not a devastating. That's a, that's a bad sweep for the Angels because I just think the AL is tough. Yeah. Where, you're not winning the division. The wild cards are going to be tough for anyone to grab from the East teams. So, And the Rangers and Astros are good. It's also, uh, we're talking about Soroka and, you know, your bad bad losses for the Angels, but, like, the Braves lost to the A's. And if you look at it, like, you lose a game to the A's, that's a – because everyone now has the same schedule, right? So the, everyone plays the A's three times if you're not in their division. You lose a game to the A's, that's 
You don't want to look back and be the Braves and be like, damn, we wouldn't have lost the game to the A's. They're 11 and 45, which seems impossible. I mean, I know they won 11 games, but like, you don't want to be the team that loses. Let's say some team goes in there that's, let's say the Mariners go there one time and they lose two out of three and they miss the playoffs by a game. They're going to be like, fudge. We lost to the A's two and two out of three. Like, that sucks, man. It's a pressure game. They're almost harder than playing the best team. Like, you're playing the Rays or the A's. You know you have to beat the A's. Yeah, I, but I, yeah, but MLB put them MLB put them in a bad spot. MLB freaking had them have the night game, and then they got to fly out to Oakland and play a six o'clock game in Oakland. Like yep. that's that was they were primed to lose that game. One hundred percent. They're just 100%. glad they got through nine. Nobody, hey, nobody wants to hear you complain about having to fly on a private plane, Kratz, after a late night game. You get paid too much, okay? Yeah, right. Real people, again, real people play this game. That's a real, that's that's a travesty by them getting scheduled for that game. Yeah. How about the Cardinals? Have you, you know what the Cardinals did? So the Cardinals are in a stretch of like seven, 19 games in 19 days. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to have Memorial Day off. Yesterday off against the Royals. They were supposed to play Tuesday, Wednesday, and have Thursday off. The organization went to Major League Baseball and said, we'll get a bigger crowd on Memorial Day. Move the game to Monday. So they play Monday, Tuesday, have Wednesday, Thursday off. Oh, come on. And they almost got perfectoed last night, too. Yep. True story. So players are probably pissed, no? Uh, I don't know about the players, but, I mean, it's uh, it's a weird thing. They're like, we're going to get more – which they probably did get more people. Yeah, I mean, most teams should play if at you all should possible. Have 50, you should have all 30 teams playing. They should all be playing. playing. you should also make it reasonable. Like, you shouldn't have to go from, from Philly or Atlanta all the way to Oakland mm-hmm. and play a game. Like, that's just – that's insanity. It feels like all of these things could be possible. I know the schedule makers are way smarter than we are, but – Come on, let's get it together. All right, let's let's get hot for 10 minutes, hot corner time. And I want to start off with something that will definitely be covered multiple times this week because when Todd Frazier's here, we will cover it again. <laughs> Jose Abreu, and we have the video. So we're going to run not just his first home run of the season, his first home run since September. I think it's his first home run in like 283 plate appearances. 60, 263. 263, okay. Let's run it. Look at Mood within two games of the Rangers who lost earlier today. Abreu hits one high in the air, deep to left field, all the way back. Brown, he's near the wall. He jumps, that's gone! There you go! Jose Abreu's first home run as an Astro, and he's sprinting around the bases like he has never hit one before. He is going to fly into home plate, and the Astros lead 7-1. to one. He can't wait to celebrate. Look at this crew. They love this guy. This is awesome. <laughs> they were all out of the dugout waiting for I mean, that's awesome. That's a veteran getting after it. Apparently, the A's were kind of pissed about this because they hit him. Did they hit him on purpose? Dude, 11 and 45, save it. I know, but he got hit. And then did you see, like, everyone was staring at the A's? That's brutal, dude. Listen, the guy, oh, come on. The slide was actually the part that did it. And last night on the Astros broadcast, they did a breakdown of his sprint speed, and it was was epic. I mean, Blum and, and, and... those boys over in Houston, that was epic. So like, why are the baby A's pissed off about dude, who it? Who cares? They got like nobody that can hit a homer. Who cares, dude? Shut up, Oakland A's. <laughs> Somebody was having fun. Well, they hit him. I don't think they hit him on purpose. You think it was? Nah, I, I, I didn't see it, but I, why would they hit him? The guy. Okay, we just I talked agree. about having fun, right, Jonesy? Like where, the True. guy was having fun. He hadn't hit a home run two hundred sixty at bat. Right. Guess what? He's not like he stood there and watched it. He damn ran faster than. Adam Rosales, who everyone was like, oh, look how fast yeah, Adam yeah. Rosales run. <laughs> dude, the guy was having fun, man. It was 7-1. to one. He wasn't showing anybody up. He actually was showing himself up. Yes, he like, exactly. Himself. He was yeah. making fun when of himself. Most, one of the game's most prolific hitters over the last decade, and he has going through his first home run on the 29th. Like, oh, no, I'm sorry, the 28th of May. But, damn, he was, he was making fun of himself. Catcher was staring at him when he ran towards the dugout. Man, I don't even know who that catcher is. Do you know who any? Langoliers. Langoliers. Langoliers is good. He ain't good enough to stare down Jose Abreu. The A's at all should not. I mean, no team should give a shit. No, I don't think they care. I I have a hard time believing they care. But if you think that, I don't think they threw at him. I don't think they better not have. The pitch looked very intentional. We need to find it and bring it up. So we come on. Yeah, I got to. I got to see production. that because 
I've seen him trying to throw strikes too, and that hasn't been happening too much either. So. <laughs> the, the catcher was staring at him because he probably never seen anything like that. So he's yeah. just watching, and I'm like, "What's right. this dude doing?" And then if I was catching, I'd be like, "What's this dude doing sprinting?" And then you see him, and he slides, and I'm like, "Okay, first home run all year, 263 at bats since the last one." I get it. And it's not like you don't know the guy. Like you know yeah. who he is. He's yeah. not a no name. Yeah. Yeah. They, know, yeah. they know. He won an MVP. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. So a little more beef between the two teams. This since deleted tweet from the Houston Astros social media manager. Ten runs in front of ten fans. <laughs> and then they had to take it down. Uh-oh, Why'd they have to take you're it down? In trouble. That's why I'm bringing this up. Why'd they have to take it down? Who cares? This is funny. And what do you It actually wor- is kind of funny. You worried that it's going to be bulletin board material for the A's? Ooh! Ooh. What are they going to do? MLB had to tell them to take it down. You think? I mean, somebody. MLB told them. That didn't come. That is such like a playful hey. I, I mean, think it's funny. We were talking about. You can't about- do that part. You can't go on there. You can't. I, I think that is a little. A little. What you part? can go back and forth. I see, like, you can go back and forth like the Orioles and the Yankees were, yes. you, know, you know, how they jibber-jabber. But I think talking about attendance is, like, a slight at the ownership when you, at, I think no. the organization, I think fans can do it. I, I don't think that, I don't think the Twitter account of the Houston Why, Astros. Why, who cares? Yeah, broadcasters do it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Ask him what man for next time you see him. Ask him why. I guarantee you Rob doesn't care. I guarantee you Rob would say, I don't care. The Orioles and the the Yankees, what was it? What was it like players? Something like, you know. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Players going to hate it. Players going to play, 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 whatever. And then the Orioles like, haters going to hate, hate, hate. That was great. Yeah. That was funny as hell too. I think it's good. It's in the same category. There's no personal offense. sell out every damn game and they're taking a shot at a team that's trying to lose every game. Help me out in the comments, everyone. Who are you bothering there? Even A's fans would think that's funny and awesome. Yeah, the two hundred to show up. You want everybody to agree on one thing in life? Ask them about A's ownership right now. <laughs> everyone, will, you want world peace? Say A's ownership. Go, and everyone will be sitting hands across each other mm. around the campfire. No? Yeah, maybe not. Who who likes A's ownership I right can't now? Can't comment on that, but I, there's some people. Out there. Yes, you can. No, I can't. The I can't. family of the A's ownership. Yeah, the family. Yeah, the owner. The guy. Who, <laughs> okay, so his, t- if he has kids and he's like stroking them checks, he so, probably so ten like, people and and how many people are in the world right now? Six trillion or a something. Lot. Not seven point eight billion. Okay, so seven point eight billion and ten people are on the other side. Just saying, that's a fun topic for everyone. Let the tweeters tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like those. I like the accounts. When I was with the Brewers and we won the we won the division, they were going back and forth the whole year with the Cubs. And they took a picture of, you know how the Cubs fly the flags and it's like it's in the it's in the order of who wins the division, second, third, all that all the way down. And they just took a picture of it after the last game and it just said asking for a friend, will this be up all offseason? And it's just a picture of the Brewers and then the Cubs in second place, Cardinals in third, and so on and so on. I think that kind of stuff's fun. And I think this was – I don't know. I'd have to ask you, Josie. Like, you think this was from – like, you can't – like, that's where you can't go? You can't, you know, argue attendance? Or you can't joke about attendance? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think when you just be like, ha nobody was there at your game, that's like <laughs> – I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but broadcasters you know, one do team it. gets forty-seven thousand. One team gets forty-seven. I mean, <laughs> that's the fact. I know. They said tens of fans. Tens of fans. I think that's hilarious. In front of I think tens it's freaking awesome. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome too. And broadcasters <laughs> do it though. Like local team broadcasters usually yeah. are team employees. Essentially, they yeah. will say, "Well, it's all." I, I've seen them do it with Marlins games. Oh, no one's here anyway. I'm like, you damn sure can do it for A's games then. There's lots of people at A's games. I'm yeah. Of that. Come dress what do you think the attendance of that game was? Well, <laughs> the paid official announced attendance yeah. or the real attendance? The, the announced attendance. Uh, 8650. 8800. 8809. Where? In Oakland. That's where the paid attendance was. 8809. Paid attendance. What is those like, uh, like lifelong season tickets? Like, for, like people that died and forgot to renew them. That's some... uh, the ownership. All their the whole family. They get like the, right. the extended extended family they get their own right? section. Yeah, accounts for eight thousand. 
<laughs> I wonder how that works. It, like you would, I mean, it's like I wonder how that works. Does season tickets, even if they don't go, is that a paid yes. attendance? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Tickets okay. bought. Okay. It's not tickets. People it's that tickets actually bought. show up. Tickets paid attendance. Bought. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. A m- much more important topic coming up next as <laughs> the latest piece of Schmidt in baseball, uh, Casey on the Giants is feeding Mitch Hanniger a legal substance that is improving his play. What have you thought of the way uh, Hanover started sort of coming around here in the last three? Yeah, I've been giving him sour, uh, a little sour patch before every game. Did it, did it yesterday and did it again today, and he had home runs in both games. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's fun to watch. It's really, it's really cool to, to see how everyone come together, and it's all, it's, it's going really cool. Like sour patch like, like the candy? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Just one singular one. Have to be the same flavor. No, I, don't, I think I gave him a. I don't know which, which I don't know what the flavor was today, but it was, it was I gave one today and yesterday. <laughs> More of that, please, because there's nothing worse than a, uh, an interview in the club. Uh, yeah, we're just you know he's playing well, doing his best, giving it his all. Like, give me something. All right, I'm giving him Sour Patch Kids. We had a uh, remember Carlos Quentin. Yep. Joe Creedy would take an animal cracker and put it in his locker every day, and he would get so mad and he would break it. And so finally, they got Creedy back and they took. Watermelon, I think, and put it in his shoes. And when he put his shoes on, he uh, in his shoes. <laughs> should have just eaten the cracker. Yeah, but it was because they used to like take Carlos Quentin's suit jacket we had to wear, and they and Greedy would ball it up like this big, and he'd be like, "Here, rookie, take your jacket back." Quentin was a big dude too. I know, but he was nice. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Poor he took, Quentin. It was pretty funny. Though. They they, messed, they they went back and forth for a while on each other. Uh, all right, that's good stuff. Uh, next up, so apparently, and I didn't catch this moment live, but I believe Brian Hook, friend of the show, he knows what he's talking about. Let's show. He had a couple good tweets from the weekend. One is, he goes, the Apple TV Plus broadcast just issued an RIP to Tom Selleck, who is very much alive. <laughs> That's very odd that Apple TV, why the heck would they even put that out there? I don't remember. Oh, I think they were talking about Mr. Baseball, maybe? Oh, you know how he was in that movie still, from like, Billion Years Ago? You got to be a million percent sure. That someone's dead. Yeah. yeah, that's like that's like even more. That's even worse than like if you see somebody you think's pregnant. If you're not sure, yeah. you just don't say it. Tom yeah. Selleck, like he's that'll his PR, his PR will put out something. <laughs> Tom is like, alive. He's Selfie. on that yes, show. What's like, the, the cop show? Because he still has the mustache. He's on a show now. Yeah, and uh, Chicago something. Chicago Fire. Something. I don't know. He's on a show where he's a cop and he has a perfect mustache for it. Stay tuned. Career defining role. Great stash. Yeah, imagine if you're Tom Selleck, you're watching the game, and they're like, Tom, we miss you, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, no kidding. I'd I'd start like, am I dreaming? Did I die? (laughs) I died. Nobody told me. Shit. Nobody told me. Pretty sure that's how it happens. Blue Bloods. There you go. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. How old is Tom Selleck? Give me a quick guess without looking. He's got to be almost 70. Yeah, I was going to say 64. Uh, you guys are all way off. He's 78. Dang. He's got to be 70. Not a baby dude, Mr. Tom. Next up, Brian Hoke on Anthony Rizzo's positioning, which he's been doing this for years. It's just not many others go this close, no. as some call it the kamikaze drawing. <laughs> this is real tight. And also, I mean, when pitchers were hitting, you had a lot more of this going on. Yeah, still does. We're showing Anthony Rizzo, by the way, for the podcast crowd. How, how many feet away from he's home plate? He's 45 feet at most. Right. He's halfway, over halfway. 40 feet away yeah. from home plate. Imagine if you hit a rocket. It's his, own, it's his fault. Why, so why much, do you have to be that close? He doesn't. That's his own fault. If he gets to lose his teeth, that's his own fault. Yeah. That's really close. Is somebody yeah. yelling, Is somebody yelling Bush League if you try to hit a rocket at him? No, no I'm not. You know somebody is. I'm trying to hit a rocket at yelling, him. Yeah. That's a free knock, dude. He's right at him. He's ducking. Yeah. Well, slash, the old slash play. Butcher boy, they don't do it anymore ever because we don't bunt or do anything else. Is that even allowed yeah. in high school anymore? Butcher boy? Yeah. You do it. It works. You do it? Yeah, it works. Yeah, get bunt, yes. fake bunt. They all charge. They. You see? You want to see full fire drill? People just hit, hitting the ground all over the field. People everywhere. Panic. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I thought uh, it was illegal in high school now. Uh, maybe in Pen- there's a lot of things in Pennsylvania. Eye blacks illegal there. I mean, I don't know. In Florida, Certain. we got we let everything happen in Florida. I want to jump to something 
very baseball-y and it's about parody and I love it. So Bob Nightingale sent out a tweet and I believe this was when I saw it yesterday. So there could be a slight tweak to this, but you get the idea of how tight the National League is. And of course, we'll be talking a lot of trades when it gets closer, but some teams have to fall out of it for them to actually want to make moves. So Bob said, you want parity or is it mediocrity? But every team in the National League is within four and a half games of a playoff berth. Only six of the 15 teams have a winning record. So mm. parity and mediocrity, but still parity, which will make it tough for teams to fall out. Actually, Jim Bowden, who I listen to all the time, said, what I like to do is actually times it by three. You're third into the year. The team's like five games out. In my mind, they're really 15 out, which I get. But also at the same time, there could be a team that makes a run. So mm. it just makes it tough to find who the sellers are. E- even when we're talking White Sox, you're like, yeah, they're not going to make moves necessarily. Well, then who is? The A's, they don't have anyone to trade. So who's making moves? You need sellers. It's going to happen. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. There's a lot of parity. Another month, it'll happen. Yeah. When teams officially believe they're out of it, because everyone's like, oh, it's still early. Well, you're almost 60 games in now. It's not. It's getting late early. Who's selling right now? Besides, obviously, Oakland, but they don't Cincinnati, have anything to sell. Cincinnati, they don't have much. Kansas City selling. Wait, 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 wait. Cincinnati swept the Cubs this past weekend. They're 24 and 29. They're four games out of first place. The Cardinals like made a little push, and then they kind of chilled out again. They're, I think they're going to be fine, but the Central is not great. Do you really think the Cincinnati Reds are going to make the playoffs? No. That's all I need to hear. But so what if gonna... what if they play 500 ball the next two months? Then they still don't make the playoffs. They still don't make the playoffs. So yeah. who cares? They're also they'll um... sell what they can because you know why? Because their owner, like today's guy, doesn't really care about making it. Right. They so don't that's make money. Okay. True. That a lot of their guys though are young. Rockies. Do they have any bullpen pieces? Brad Hand. Rockies will make moves. Rockies. Maybe make... Daniel Bard this time. Daniel Bard. I mean, they have anybody any starters that anybody would want? There's probably a few position yeah. players on that group. They could probably find yeah. Yeah. CJ Crone, he gone. She, it, we always say that. They always know. say that. And he, he always stays longer, there and he resigns. He signed a longer. Mm-hmm. Isn't what about uh, who else? National League West, Padres. Brent Doyle. Now. Oh, play, teams? Giants, like yeah. San Francisco, Arizona, LA. Yeah, like, they're all kind of alive. There's one seller in the West, yeah. Colorado. In the Central, mm-hmm. eventually. Kansas City, they, they might have some bullpen pieces. Yeah, Kansas City for sure. But in the NL Rotten. Central, maybe Pittsburgh and, and well, yes, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. And and the Cubs, actually, yeah. we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but they're a lot. not going to sell because they got. Eh, I don't maybe know. Stroman. Maybe. He's free agent. Yeah, he would be maybe. That's a good they pickup. Maybe get somebody for him. And one team, maybe two actually, in the East. The Nats for sure. Yeah, even though they, they don't really have no, they don't have much. Mm-hmm. Like a Finnegan in the bullpen. Yeah. And then Miami, even though right now they're twenty eight and twenty six, and they'd be pissed if I say that. So I'm well, saying Miami. Not a, Miami. Miami's going to hold steady till the end and so see what happens. They have enough yeah. starting pitching. Yeah. Not a lot of guys to trade then right now. For trade talks. And let's finish with this. And I will give our director a moment to cue it up because it's important. And I don't know. Are we, someone tell me, are we going to run this with the sound or are we going to do play by play of this famous high school championship game that we have two high school coaches here mm. uh, that upset them, to say the least, Kratzy and AJ? I hope the sound is on there. Because Adam, did you see this, by the way? It's distraught. I have not. Okay, it, it, it's a VO, so we're just going to talk through it. There's right so now. many things that happen. Who's going to do the play by play? Because it's not me. I quit play by play. Well, Kratz did his first game, so let's hear it. All right, Kratz, ready? Let's run it. It's two rando high school teams. The last pitch. Go ahead. Hornell and called Pat- third strike that was dropped by the catcher. He went and t- went to tag him. Umpire made no, no motion at all. He just stood there and watched him. He didn't say no. Didn't tag him. You see the runner in the background continually running. There goes one run that crosses the plate for both teams that are in red. There goes another run that just crosses the plate. Now the coaches are out, and here comes another kid. Obviously, didn't need that third run because all they needed was two. They were losing by five to four. The thing, like, there's so much to unpack here, and we're going to unpack it. Like, the coaches, the kid slams his... Glove, there's another kid that doesn't even have his jersey on that's out there. And the other team's celebrating right now. And the umpires are going to get together. And the stance by the home plate umpire for me, as they're talking to him, is just like, well, you know what? I'm going to pretty much tell you what's happening here. And then they don't even discuss it. He goes over and talks to their 
coaches or whoever he talks to, and they tell him it's the game. And they get to celebrate again. <laughs> There's so much wrong with this play. Everything. So the biggest the biggest thing for me is the catcher, he he like almost like tried to tag the guy and he looked back at the umpire and he's and the umpire just stood there like so he should have known he didn't tag him. The catcher takes the ball, sticks in his pocket, yep, runs out of there, jumping up and down. The second baseman's like, dude, they're like the game's not over, and everyone's throwing crap all over the field. And no one knew where the ball was because it was in the catcher's pocket. No one ran over, and then all the runners just—he did the Minkavich. Yeah, he did the Minkavich. So then, all hell breaks loose, and the coach comes out and argues. Well, guess what? It's your catcher's fault. All you gotta do is throw it to first, tag the guy. We won a game last year just like this. Just like. This. Did you get it on video? They video all the I could have. I, I could have found it, but I. <laughs> I so we we're we had we were losing one nothing last year at mm -hmm. home, bottom of the seventh inning, bases loaded. Our kid strikes out. The catcher, all he had to do was touch home plate. He doesn't touch home plate. He throws it to first, pulls the first baseman off the off the off the bag. So one run scores to tie the game. They their coaches come out argue. The first baseman throws everything. Our next runner just goes dude, safe at home. Coach whew, fires a skull cap. Pitcher whew, throws his glove hat. There's Shit flying everywhere. We went two to one. Just it was. I mean, it wasn't for the state championship, but it was the the same thing. All the catcher had to do was touch home plate. The game's over. Instead, he throws it first, throws it away. All hell breaks loose. We went two to one. That is insane. I, I mean, and then the, the I knew the coaches on the other team, so I, it was obvious that we were not going to let that go. <laughs> yeah, you still text him every well, the, day. No, the, uh, the one, the head coach I grew up next, grew up around the corner from me, so I've known him forever. And the other coach is, is on the travel ball organization. He's a catching guy, so I'm like, all you got to do is tell your catcher to touch on home plate. And he's like, ah, don't get me started. And every time I see him, I'm like, you touch home plate yet? That's bad. That was for the championship. State I don't championship. think it was a state championship. I tried to oh. look. I tried to look into more of it. It was like the Section Five championships. I think it was up because they said. They said in the they said it was at Batavia. Did you guys ever play at Batavia? The short mm. season. It was like the New York Penn League for the Phillies for years. Mm. You play with Quentin Barry up there? That's my boy. He played up there in 06. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't come up with the Phillies, but we played against okay. them on the reg. Said it well, sucked. That play went incredibly viral. Of course. And people were saying it was me in 05 when I ran when Josh Paul didn't catch the ball and didn't tag me. I was like, well, if we, you know, it only led to us winning the next eight and getting a World Series ring, so it's kind of <laughs> similar. Same. Yeah, yours is on a little larger scale, but that, I mean, the celebrating that was going on during that time period was incredible, and just watching the runners in the background. Hey, good hustle by the home team. Speaking, both speaking teams of, got to celebrate. How many? Yeah. How many championship Multiple games times. did both teams get to celebrate? Multiple times. True. But it reminds me in uh, get to 2000, 2000, White Sox won the division. We were playing them in Minnesota. We hit a walk. Someone, I think Matt Lawton hit a walk-off homer. Well, they had just clinched the division because the Indian Indians at the time had lost. So both teams were on the on the field jumping up and down at the same time because we walked them off and they had won the division. So it was like two, 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 two teams. <laughs> Come on, for real? <laughs> I swear, I swear. I think it was Matt Lawton hit a walk-off homer and the the Indians lost. So they during the game the White Sox knew they had won the division, and so both teams were celebrating on the field. We got to get video of that. Were yeah, you guys definitely. conversing at all? Like, did you guys cheers to each other? Like, hey, you got the walk-off. We got the division. <laughs> I mean, they were a little bit happier than we were. Yeah. Clearly, they won the division. We or vice versa, yes. Yeah. Walk-off and division, yes. Yeah. And we have a few things to cover in slap pants. And before we get to it, just a shout-out on my end for a couple of things we didn't have time for today. Number one, Craig Kimbrell, congratulations. Eighth pitcher to reach, 400 saves. That's good shit. Hard to do, especially nowadays when teams don't pick closers half the time, but he's a guy. And everyone's doing it against the Braves, their old team. Yeah. Well, he's for Craig, in the book. And Kenley. Right. But for And for Craig, that's a big part of his. Right. I know Kenley, yeah, played on the Braves too. But for Craig, that's a, mm, a little bigger. That's a chapter. long career. A yeah. Big, he was saying chapter. it was cool for him to do it against Atlanta. And also, Grayson Rodriguez, uh, a couple days ago, sent down by the Baltimore Orioles. He's got he stuff going. for days, yeah. But for now, seven three five ERA through ten starts. Time to work on things a little bit, which is totally normal. It's okay. Not every player comes up and is incredible from day one, even though he's a top prospect. 
Now let's slap hands. By the way, one other interesting note that emerged, I think, during the show, pointed out by our smart fans. Uh, Robert Murray from Fanside had said the Orioles have serious interest in Aaron Hicks because Cedric Mullins has the right abductor groin strain, and Hicks at 33. Mm. Does he have anything left in the tank? Absolutely. Yeah. He'll, be re- he'll, he'll get out of the He'll York. probably play well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He revitalized, I think so. Yeah. re-energized. Yeah. I agree. Change of scenery. Plus he gets in their division, he's like, screw you, Yankees. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Shove it now. That'd be awesome. Yep, and a good offense there mm-hmm. too. Uh, Kratz hats, what do you got today? My freshman year hat from EMU. I found this thing. I mean, we got one hat. We didn't get a new hat every year at school. See all the sweat and everything on that thing? Eastern Mennonite University. Epic hat. That hat is that had had better days. I would not call it epic. It's something. It's got to be stanky. Ah, it hasn't been it hasn't been worn in probably 15, 20 years. That is sticky stuff, hat. Mm, that is, I would not put that on my head. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I am no hair to protect it. It's a questionable hat. That's okay. It, I, I like the ones that have been through a lot, you know? He's digging it up into the archives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a promo. So Fair Territory is up everywhere on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Ken Rosenthal's weekly show. Episodes drop every Monday, except for a holiday weekend, so... Tuesday's show is fresh, and you can catch it wherever you get your pods and on YouTube. Big props that he gave to Liam Hendricks, just like we did at the top of the show. He went over some teams that were off to disappointing starts that might not rebound. Also went over what Ellie De La Cruz could bring to the Reds and how Jonathan India might have to switch positions, which we talked about with C. Trent Rosecrans last week. And also, I heard Marcus Stroman conversations, because Stroh wants to resign, but the Cubs kind of suck again. So they're trying to figure out what to do there because you could get a lot for him and the Cubs need more in their uh, farm system. So stay tuned. And Stroh was great yesterday again. Uh, one nothing over Tampa Bay. One hitter. One hitter, <laughs> one walk, eight Ks. Also eight Ks. I mean, Stroh's got it going right now. And you cool. have last licks today. Yeah, I want you guys' opinion on this. So this weekend my son played in a perfect game tournament down in Fort Myers. And the kid, we're going to hopefully have the – I think we have the video here. Uh, here, Jordan Marlowe, great swing. Everyone thinks it's home running on the left. You see his dad, Kratz, he's the first base coach, celebrated like they just won the World Series. You can see him jumping up and down there. Best part of this, it wasn't a home run. It bounced over the fence. Umpires called it a home run. Dad threw the confetti as a coach. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, my son hit a home run. I'm like, first of all, it wasn't a home run. Second of all, you're a coach, dude. Like, you want to play dad? It's not dad on the field. Kratz, thoughts? What? That's his, that's his dad, and he was out on the out at home plate. Beat, he's the first base coach. Beat the players to home plate. Oh my gosh! Like that's I don't like my hands just started sweating. Like yeah. I don't know how to <laughs> exactly. Oh, I noticed man. it. In all fairness, he was excited. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I know he was. But listen, I, I Chris. His name's Chris. Great guy. I love him. Love his kid Jordan. The kid that got hit the ball. It was all like I told him I was going to get on him on the show. So he know. So before everyone's like, "You're so mean," I had already warned him. I'm like, "You're getting it." He just broke his computer screen. I'm like, "No, I told him I go. You're getting it on our show tomorrow." He's and then the other coach was like, "As long as I ain't on there, I don't care what he does." And I was like, "Okay," but yeah. So shout out to Jordan, great swing. It wasn't a homer. I'm happy they gave us a homer because we won the game. But yeah, if you're a coach, right, Crouch, you can't act like you just won the World Series when it's I think it was seven to one or something at the time. Well, for sure not. Was that his first ever over no. the fence, Homer? It didn't go over the fence. It bounced over the fence. Okay, well, was it first ever called? No. Oh, man. Sorry, you know, Chris. I don't thought? know you, but I'm, I love your energy. But, <laughs> man, stay in the box, man. Stay in that box. Who is it? Pete Walker's going. Get, the, get yeah. yourself back I've never seen a box. coach run down the line, jumping up and down like this. And then meet the team and beat the players to meet the kid that hit the home run. Right? Mm-hmm. My favorite is he had to travel ball. He had to travel ball Florida coaching gear out. Like the fishing, the fishing shirt that goes all the way down with the hood, the bucket hat. Like he was not, he was staying out of the sun. You guys are going to play 16 games to win a little <laughs> trophy that's like this big or a yep. plaque. 
Seven and games in three like, days. Then you have Oof. to go back to then you have to go back to school on on Monday morning. No, we're out of school, bro. We've been out. No. We've been out for weeks now. Yeah, Florida doesn't do Florida, school. We're out, dude. We're good. Yeah. Jonesy, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going next? In the world. Uh, I will be in Sevilla. Casual. Yeah, go have some paella and paella and go look at some architectures and some cathedrals and all this other beautiful Spanish stuff. <laughs> well, enjoy it. We're here tomorrow. Uh, Legends Territory Part 2 with Doug Mankiewicz, which that's already been picked up everywhere. Uh, part 1. Part 2 has the real story about the 2004 ball and the battle he had with ownership, how he uh, coached Byron Bucks in the minors, but thinks the Twins messed up on the development of him and many other top prospects. More Jeter stories. Uh, Ken Golden, the Netflix king of collectibles doc. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it either. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to catch an episode tonight. That's He's all. joining us on Wednesday's cool. FT Live. So we'll see you all then. Good Tuesday for you. Foul Territory fans, listen up. Our friends at BetMGM are running an MLB Bet $10, get $100 instantly promo with the bonus code SPICYMLB. Here's how it works. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Place a pregame money line wager of at least $10 on any MLB team to win at standard odds price, and you will receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. If you sign up in Massachusetts or Ohio, you receive $200 in bonus bets. Use the bonus code SPICYMLB.